Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, well, well. It is the Matt Mosley Show. And a uh, happy Thursday to you as we continue on. Uh, days run together in the summer. The slow slog of the eternal summer. But we got baseball going on. Rangers are off tonight. So you're not going to get to hear the Rangers, or you don't have to hear the Rangers, whichever way you want to look at it. And Rangers kind of hit a little bit of a wall here, and we'll see if they can come out on the other side of that. But they continue on with their uh, their season. And we continue on with the Matt Mosley Show. And Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Aaron getting very excited about next week's Big 12 Media Days. Aaron will have a full recap of some of the things that have happened uh, in just the past, oh, you know, 24 hours with, uh, or the past even two hours with the Big 12. But Aaron, let's let's come out of the gates today with some breaking news regarding the Big 12 preseason poll. And let's let's play the breaking news sounder to do that. And there he is. He steps into the newsroom. Uh, it is uh, it's with great excitement that we report to you. This has only been out there for about an hour, so you may not have heard this yet. But the Big Twelve media, all of us have had our vote. We've had our say. All the various people who cover the Big 12 from around the national people, the local people, all the, all the folks from around the Big 12 markets, Iowa, Kansas, all the good places, West Virginia. They've uh, come to the table with their votes. And Aaron, for the first time in the history, which is hard to, for me to believe because Art obviously had a great run. The Baylor Bears have been predicted to win the Big 12 Conference. The votes, um, oh, tallied. I mean, it was pretty close. And the Sooners were second. I believe uh, Oklahoma State was third. And then, Aaron, you know the Longhorns couldn't be that far behind. They were fourth in the uh, preseason poll with two votes. Two votes, I tell you for number one to, 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 as the uh, number one team in the conference. Who knows? Our buddy Longquist has been out there saying how ridiculous that is. Listen, I don't care. I mean, if we've learned anything, Texas is always going to be highly rated. Some would say overrated. We'll see. We'll see when it happens. The truth of the matter is, and I'll say this on behalf of our Longhorns listeners, our big-time Longhorn uh, group out there, I mean – with Ewers, with Xavier Worthy at wide receiver, with Bijan Robinson at running back, it has the makings 
of one of the best trios in the country. It's a superb running back, a great wide receiver, and a quarterback that is one of the most heralded quarterbacks of the past 15, 20 years that's come out. So, I I mean, there's a lot of signs pointing to perhaps some great skill players for the Longhorns. Now, where do they have questions? O-line, every level of the defense. I'm not saying they don't have some talented players, but they do have questions, especially on defense. But the Bears... Number one in the conference. Aaron, did you just kind of, did it give you a good feeling today to see that, that the Big 12 media brethren put the Bears at number one in the conference? And I'm not saying it should have been a shock or anything like that, but still, Aaron, when the Sooners are involved, it's hard for anybody else to be given that number one spot, the pole position. Aaron, were you were you somewhat surprised when you saw the the uh, the preseason poll come out? I was very surprised, just for the reasons you mentioned, because everyone votes for Oklahoma every year, even though they lost a ton in the transfer portal and they lost their head coach. And Baylor is the defending champion and brings back pretty much their entire offensive and defensive lines, but. It was a pleasant surprise. I was glad to see it, but I honestly thought that they would be voted. I think they'll finish higher than third, but I thought they would be voted third. I thought it would be Oklahoma and Texas just because the media seems to always vote for Texas at the top of the conference, no matter what. And and they are improved, like you said, but got to see it on Aaron, the field. I don't know if you saw my joke on Twitter. I did go ahead and say that uh, Colorado was predicted to finish 11th. In the Big 12. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's interesting, Aaron, is to think about like where Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, and Houston would have fit into this. You could make a case for everybody except UCF to have been in this top four. And UCF's not bad. I'm just saying, based on recent, just the last year or two, I would say BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati are a little bit ahead. Aaron, I I would say it would have come down to between Baylor and Cincinnati, uh, given that Cincinnati played in the playoff last year. And Baylor may have just edged them based on the fact that Baylor's been in a better conference. But I think Cincinnati would have finished second, OU third, and then maybe, maybe University of Houston fourth ahead of Oklahoma State in Texas. And by the way, I would not have put Texas ahead of BYU. That's not a shot at my Longhorn brethren. That's just straight-up facts. I think BYU right now probably has a better football team than University of Texas. That may change. I mean, Texas has some, as we just mentioned, they've got tremendous talent coming in. So uh, just to fill this out for you, Baylor – Oklahoma is second. Oklahoma State. Now, Baylor had 17 first-place votes. Oklahoma had 12 first-place votes. Oklahoma State had nine. Pretty good. Texas had two. The only other team that had a first-place vote, the Cyclones of Iowa State, had one. All right, so when they broke this down, I'll tell you kind of the cutoff. 
the top three were pretty close. Top three in the conference, Baylor number one, OU two, Oklahoma State three, very, very close. Then there was a pretty decent size fall off before the University of Texas at number four and Kansas State number five. Texas had 289 votes, Kansas State 261. Then a nice big, another nice big fall off before you get to the number six Iowa State Cyclones, followed by the Horn Frogs. Now we'll have, uh, for you TCU fans out there, Stephen Simcox, my old producer and great friend, will join us at 420. The man's done some fill-in. He and Aaron did some great work when I was in Europe um, recently in, in uh, Thanksgiving. So I'd love to see those two get back together, but we shall see. Unfortunately, uh, or maybe fortunately, we don't run the place. And, uh, and Tom Barfield makes those decisions. But uh, always fun to have Simcox on. He's scheduled for 10 minutes from now for, at 420. All right. Number eight in the conference, West Virginia. TCU and West Virginia, extremely close. TCU got 149 votes. West Virginia got 147. Texas Tech checks in at number nine. Joey McGuire going there, causing a lot of excitement, but the media, they don't think Tech's quite ready to compete. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I could see Tech finishing quite a bit higher than nine. I could see them jumping up to like around number five, but we'll see what happens. Red Raiders, 119 votes. And who you would expect uh, pulling up the uh, rear, the Kansas Jayhawks, Lance Leopold. Um, and uh, he will be uh, uh, 48 votes for those Kansas Jayhawks. Aaron, um, any quibbles with the with the media vote? Who in your mind was too high? Who did they have too low? Or did you kind of like what the media came up with? I thought it was pretty close. I think Baylor should have been ranked number one, and I think it it's kind of a toss-up between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but Texas for the second, third, and fourth spots. I think they're ranked pretty close, as you said. I mean, especially on offense, Texas is as talented as anyone in the country. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's uh, it's very it's going to be very fascinating to watch how this ends up. So, Aaron, our um, Schmaltz's trivia question of the day. I'm going to see if people have been paying attention. I'm going to go with one that shouldn't be too hard because this was just announced. But I want to see who gets it first because this is. This is apparently one of the greatest players in the Big 12, but I can't say that we had a great feeling. Um, I mean, Aaron, we follow this very closely, and I I just did not have a tremendous feel for this player. So our Schmaltz's trivia question of the day, Sean, you can't play. You just won, okay? No, you're out there ready to play. You can play, but I can't. we can't give you the uh, – the two free sandwiches. Now, will I buy you two free sandwiches for one of the stalwarts of UBO.com or UBO business services? God, I love UBO. And then you go to UBEO.com to find them. UBO is really, really good. They did something today. I had like printer problems. 
had copier problems. I mean, I, I literally, instead of, Aaron, instead of going to the office, you know, we're like ordering through Amazon our, our ink. And, and, and it, when is it going to arrive? I don't know. So I needed something quick. I had to go down to the road to some friends of mine that had like a print shop. And I was able to email them, and they printed the thing out. I mean, that's so old school, it's ridiculous. You don't have to do that when you use UBO Business Services. Thank you, Sean Hunt. Thank you for what you do. Okay? I hope he approves of that impromptu uh, ad I just did for him. Sean sometimes finds fault with some of my mistakes. All right, um, Aaron, the trivia question is this. Two free sandwiches go to... The person who gets this right, and if you if you know the right answer, text 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. That's the AM. That's where you can find us on the AM dial for people playing along. All right, Aaron, the Big 12 preseason defensive player of the year is who? All right, give me the name and give me the school he's from. The 2022 is voted by the unwashed media, the Big 12 preseason defensive player of the year. This is not great trivia because we just found this out yesterday, but I thought I'd make it somewhat easy, although this is not an easy name. Um, Aaron, should I help him? No, I'm not going to help him. You get the name and you get the school and text it to 254-662. 1660, and we will take care of you for two free Schmaltz's sandwiches. Nelson Rue, owner of Schmaltz, one of the great fans of this show. Aaron, really fun story today about our listeners. I had something, I had a question on my bill with Atmos Energy or Atmos Gas. All right, and I called over to, I called over to, uh, I called the number, you know, like the main 800 number or whatever that they offered. And he said, um, you know, Waco, uh, Atmos Waco or something like that. And I gave him my name. He said, I said, you need the number, you need the name. He said, give me your name. He said, Matt Mosley. He said, of the Matt Mosley show? I said, yeah. Aaron, it was Michael who has gone on to great fame after went off to University of North Texas and now works with Atmos, is working his way up with the company. And they've got him working at one of the call centers right there in our own backyard. And, Aaron, where do you think Michael went to high school? None other than our beloved La Vega High School. So there I am calling a random 1-800 number, Aaron, and uh, Michael happens to be a big listener. And I said, Michael, you might want to listen about 4 o'clock today. May give you a little bit of a shout-out. There it is. If, in case Michael was still working, if one of his old La Vega, if one of his old La Vega buddies heard that and knows Michael, who now works at Atmos, give him a ring. Give him a text. Just say he just got, uh, he just got top billing on the Matt Mosley show. We do have a winner in the Schmaltz's Trivia Contest. Aaron, can you reveal the name of our winner? Jared in Waco is the winner. Working on last name now, but Jared in Waco is our winner. Jared may not want his last name out there over the airwaves, so, but uh, that's great. Jared in Waco. And Aaron, did he, did he, uh, 
did did it come in pretty quick? Do you think Jared did Jared remember it, or do you think Jared did some quick googling? How how would you assess uh, that? It was he would have had time to Google, but you know it, t- it takes pretty a, quick. It takes a yeah, I mean it takes a few seconds to text, so it could have been either one. I'll give him we credit get, for knowing. We get. You would not believe when we throw this Schmaltz trivia question out there how many responses we get. So we know you're out there. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you so much for making this um, a lot of fun. All right. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Without further ado, we go to our local TCU expert. And with Tom out of town, I get a rare chance to visit with him. For some reason, Tom Barfield, that Game Time Morning Show, commandeered my buddy Simcox. But Stephen Simcox returns to the Matt Mosley Show to discuss the Horn Frogs and many other things. That's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for this afternoon, sunny and hot with the heat advisory in effect. Tonight, we will see an overnight low near 76. Through the weekend, remaining sunny and hot with heat advisories in effect and highs near 105 to 107 and overnight lows in the upper 70s. Currently, it's 100 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. As we welcome in our next guest, Baylor's associate head coach, Alvin Brooks III from Baylor Men's Basketball joins us. You know, obviously we've been blessed with, you know, great players in the past that put us in position to win a lot of games. And due to the success of the program, we were actually in the United States and Toronto, Canada is the place that we'll be now. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we pushed to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Detained WNBA star Brittany Griner pleaded guilty today to bringing hashish oil into Russia, telling the judge she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. The next court hearing will be July 14th. Cleveland Browns agreed to trade quarterback Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a 2024 conditional draft pick. The Panthers will pay $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary, while the Browns will pick up $10.5 million. The Bears placed five on the All-Big 12 preseason team. Connor Galvin, Jacob Gall, and Ben Simmons on offense. Saki Akia and Dylan Doyle on defense. Astros winning streak comes to an end, losing to the Royals 7-4. Astros and Royals in a getaway game this afternoon. Rangers are swept by the Orioles, losing 2-1. Rangers have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. home week on ESPN Central Texas continues. We had Mitch Thompson, Zach Dillon coming back to the fold. Uh, Glenn Stretch Smith today is lined up at 5 o'clock after almost winning the USFL as the tight ends coach for Philadelphia Stars. In my long time, uh, buddy and former uh, producer of this fine program, Stephen Simcox returns. And Stephen, I... I, I still don't quite understand how uh, Tom Barfield uh, was able to get you on a weekly deal. I, I it's just I feel like this one really got um, you know eluded me. I would think the guy that you're close friends with and were with for years that's where you belong on the weekly uh, on the Matt Mosley show. But uh, with Barfield slipping out of town, I don't know where he's going. And uh, <laughs> Stephen, I think. I think you were the one playing the love boat when he went on that cruise last time, and uh, and he did not appreciate that. Uh, but with him slipping out of town, I thought it was appropriate to have you on 
the uh, the program. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Well, what Tom promised me was he would take me on all cruises from now on, um, but I didn't get invited to this vacation. So I think if you can match the price of zero dollars, you know, much like a lot of schools around college football, I might be open for business right now, Matt. I might we might be able to work something out. Well, you, uh, I certainly can match that. Um, I've always been amazed, and it wasn't just Tom, but before him, there were these uh, there were these folks that would have like seven regular guests per week. They paid them a combined zero dollars, and I always wondered, like, why would those people do that? And look at you, Stephen, lining up every week to do to do the Tom Barfield show. I think you just miss it. You miss being on the station, and uh, it's a good fix. Now, the TCU Horn Frogs, um, that's your team. That's your alma mater. They have, um, I think they finished. I was sitting here looking at the Big 12 preseason poll, and uh, TCU finishes, uh, Stephen, was it sixth? You, for years Seven. you had to – Oh, ouch, ouch. I was hoping I was hoping it was six. Uh, they finished seventh. Now, it was really close. Uh, I mean, it was like a two. I forget how many votes it was, but it was a fairly close vote when it when it came to where TCU was located with Sonny Dykes coming in there and TCU hitting the transfer portal like it has. Was your take off your your uh, your frogs, your your, you know, your frog legs for a moment. Was mm-hmm. this too low or too high, in your opinion, for the uh, preseason poll or about right for the Frogs? It's what I expected. I mean, I think it's probably about right. You know, they. I, I feel like Sonny Dykes is going to do a good job in Fort Worth. And, you know, as, as tough as things have been for TC the last few years, um, it's sort of the end of the Patterson era. Like, they were still finishing – five and seven, six and four. I mean, they didn't completely bottom out. So there's some talent on this team. They're able to pull off some upsets in the past. But, I mean, you look at the teams that are ahead of them. Um, at six, you got Iowa State, five, Kansas State. Those are two teams that TCU hasn't played well against lately. They haven't been able to beat. Uh, those teams have been more physical than them. They've been better, you know, with, with Matt Campbell and Chris Klein at the helm. So it doesn't. I think it's probably about right. You know, they're right there sort of at the bottom tier of the league. Um, what honestly surprised me the most was I didn't know it was legal to have Texas at fourth. I mean, that's kind of low for the horn. <laughs> um, and I, I'm not sure if that's just kind of people feeling like they've gotten burned by them in the past, but I know as always they're, they're super talented, but yeah, Matt, I mean, Baylor's sitting there at one. I think they're the team that has the least question marks going into the year with all the players returning. But um I feel like seventh is, is about right. I do think this is a team, though, that could win, you know, eight games, maybe even nine games if, if things break the right way. But they're turning over a, a new defensive system, um, really a lot of new personnel on defense. And then, of course, Sonny Dykes brings more of an offensive identity to uh, to Fort Worth, which is very different than um, the standard that Gary set for years there. I mean, I thought a locked-in, well, locked-on podcast was about to break out. Uh, Stephen, who <laughs> does that on a daily basis, that TCU podcast. Stephen, have you uh, had any interaction with the guy that does the uh, Baylor Locked On, um, Drake Toll? I mean, this man, 
This man is prolific. He's a young guy. He's a very bold, very bold talker. I mean, he loves to to kind of get up there at those press conferences and just big body everybody. I kind of admire the young man. Have we had a a Drake Toll Stephen Simcox crossover event yet? We haven't. We need to make that happen. Uh, yeah, Drake. I've I've done like I did a roundtable episode that he was present for. I haven't had the opportunity to personally meet him, but you're right. He is prolific. He puts out a lot of content. I mean, I don't know, Matt. I, I'm not sure how much you were running around back in your Baylor days getting interviews or if you were um, kind of checking out other things, but he, he does sort of have that that Matt Mosley go-getter mentality that I feel like <laughs> you're, you're famous for for so long. I was – I used to be a go-getter. I think that's faded just a little bit. But uh, I think old Drake was enough of a go-getter that uh, he was maybe uh, eating up a little too much airspace, and some of our old friends kind of ran him out of there. They said, hey, Drake's getting a little too much attention. Let's get him off this thing, whatever that Internet operation is over there. Uh, uh, Stephen uh, uh, Simcox joining us uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, Stephen, did you hear the uh, Gary Patterson debuted his new song on the Matt Mosley show, as was appropriate, Gary? And it was always, I think, weird to you that Gary and I had become such good buddies. <laughs> did um, did the song did did, did did do anything for you? Like as a as a frog and someone who long admired Gary Patterson, did it make you a little bit of a, a emotional? And did you did you did you get to listen to it? What'd you think? Yeah, I'm glad that it, it, I'm glad that he's still premiering songs on the Matt Mosley show. I'm glad that tradition continues even with his move to Austin. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I think it's it was emotional. It was honest. Um, obviously, you know, we'll see if Gary great music scene there in Austin. I don't know if he'll get some more connections going down there, but um, I, I'm really curious to see sort of what his next move is because he does seem fired up. He seems re-energized. I think. He wasn't – I mean, I know he has a ton of fond memories of TCU, obviously. I don't think he was happy with how things ended. He didn't feel like he was done or um, he still didn't have more to give to that university. So, I think he's got something to prove, and he's not going to be on the field. But in a lot of ways, like, I think this analyst job is perfect for him because he loves to cut up film. He loves to break down those things, look at those tendencies. Um, so, now he has plenty of time to do it, and that's really his main – job description. He doesn't have to worry about the pressures of being a head coach and dealing with micromanaging so many different things that, that head coaches have to think about. So I, I feel like it's a good way for him to sort of decompress. And I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I, I don't know if it's at UT, but I, I, I still think he's got to end up being a defensive coordinator somewhere, unless he's just like totally done with working those insane hours and wants to kind of kick back and enjoy some time playing music and spending time with family and also sort of staying in the world of football. I just can't see Gary um, giving it up yet. So I think there's, there's a second chapter to his story and I'm sure um, we'll, we'll sort of see it play out this season there with, with Steve Sarkeesian in Texas. I mean, his sons are in their thirties. Now maybe he has a grandkid or something, but I, I think, the, I think the time has passed on all this time with, with a family. Maybe Kelsey, I don't think Kelsey wants him around as much as he is right now, but, uh, Gary's doing a nice job out there. I just emailed you the, or I texted you the YouTube version of, uh, whatever that song is called the day, 
the day I walked away or the day I walk away or something like that. Very emotional song. Steven Simcox on with us, longtime uh, member of the ESPN Central Texas family, now out in the corporate world and, and uh, doing some great things. I, I, I know he misses us. He doesn't really express that very often, but I know deep down that, uh, that he does miss us. Now, Stephen, I wanted to get you an opportunity to weigh in on the latest realignment that has uh, started of all these different iterations. And, boy, Aaron will, will run over some of those coming up in uh, Campus Confidential. I know you missed that, Stephen. Uh, is, is there any – which which thing makes the most sense? And I love the fact that your rival, the TCU rival, SMU, now they're suddenly making noise. Hey, we're in great position. We're ready to go this time. I mean, I, I'm all – I like the Mustangs, but I, I don't – think any any of this is about SMU I mean maybe there's something for them if the Pac-12 tries to hang on and get a foothold in the Dallas area I don't know but it I did find that kind of funny each each fan base that suddenly thinks this is our ticket and even the SMU Mustangs are now saying that yeah I mean it's it's fascinating to watch it play out. For me, I think from a Big 12 angle, if I'm, you know, Brett Yormark, which uh, what an interesting kind of hire that was, sort of out of left field, but I know they, they like his, his resume and kind of what he's done in the professional sports world. But I think the key for the Big 12 is you need to add Utah and the Arizona schools and Colorado as soon as possible. Like, you need to find a way to convince them, hey, don't, like, don't entertain this Pac-12 ACC alliance come on, jump on this Big 12 train, because for a league that's had a ton of infighting, really for its entire existence in the Big 12, um, I feel like they're more stable than they've ever been. I, I just believe the, the universities that stuck around after the UT and OU departure that I know hasn't happened yet, but after that news came down, um, they sort of rallied together, and then they were able to add you know, the four schools that are coming um, after this football season and will be joining as well. But if you are able to land those schools, then I think that puts a lot of pressure on Washington and Oregon. And then, like, what do they do? I mean, if they expand at that point, they're probably inviting, you know, some group of five schools like Boise State or San Diego State or maybe even, yeah, possibly SMU if they want to try to dip into Texas. Um, but I just think it's a good opportunity for the Big 12 to, to solidify itself. And, you know, Bob Bowlesby took a lot of criticism through his tenure, um, and I think a lot of that was fair. But I, I feel like the what he missed, and, and I don't know if it was just not being part of like the the in crowd when it came to commissioners, but he just did not seem to have a, a finger on the pulse of like what was going to come next. It, all these things would happen within college football and within the landscape, and it felt like Bob was was playing you know defense all the time and was was back up, you know, was backing up and backpedaling. So I, I think if the Big Twelve can be aggressive and land some of those schools, then it really changes the dynamic of the league and uh, puts them in a good position moving forward, even with the Big Ten and SEC trying to kind of throw their weight around and, and be the big dogs in, in the new college football landscape. Yeah, I thought it was funny. They it, At the first, people started mentioning it, they're so used to the Big 12 being in a weakened state that the first reports were, well, Pac-12 probably reached out to TCU and Tech, and they started naming all the Big 12 schools. It's like, wait a second. Why is the Pac-12, you know, any better right now than the Big 12? The Big 12 is welcoming these four new schools. I mean, if you brought in Arizona, Stephen, the basketball, I mean, didn't um, 
Was that Arizona that TCU almost beat the NCAA tournament this year? Mm The game went to overtime. I mean, think about that. You bring in, and Arizona State at least has good basketball history. You could really ramp that thing up. And then if you brought in, we're talking about the four corners, if you brought in, um, oh, uh, Utah, then then BYU would have a natural rivalry. There's some things that almost make too much sense not to do it. And then I love the thought of bringing those Colorado Buffaloes, those crying buffs. Let us out of here. Texas has too much power. Let us out of here. Let us go to the Pac-12 because we got we love their academics. And they, they, they can't even do anything in the Pac-12. I mean, they get obliterated. They're basically turned. I mean, like they're, think about how awesome they used to be. They won a national title back in 1990. And now they're basically like a, a barely a step up of San Jose State or somebody like that. What a silly little program that is. But, Stephen, wouldn't that be fun to have all those places to go? Go to Boulder. Yeah. Go to Provo. Go up there to uh, Utah. Where's, where's Utah? What is that? It's Salt Lake City? I'm not, I'm not sure what town right. in, yeah. <laughs> it's up there somewhere. Golly, I want to go into one of those tabernacles or temples, and I really do. I want to go up there and get to know the Mormons. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, uh, oh, by well, the way. The text line, Aaron. Last time, last time we talked about this, I got some, some angry messages from people like <laughs> you let You let Aaron worry about the text line. Now, Aaron was telling me, Stephen, I think Aaron is very ready for me to take a break. So, I, I again, I've got no say at this radio station. But, Stephen, if you're jonesing to do a little radio with Aaron, I am headed out of town next Wednesday, and I'll be overseas where nobody can reach me, okay? So just keep it in mind. <laughs> Would love. I know Aaron, Aaron actually did. Uh, in fact, Aaron said to me the other day, he said, man, I thought we did a good job, and I actually did hear tremendous feedback on that. So, uh, just keep that in mind, uh, Stephen, and we'll go with the same rate we went with last time, which was, which I know is exorbitant in so many ways. But uh, uh, this will be, uh, yeah, it's always a little dangerous around this station. If you leave town, you don't know if you got a gig when you come back. But uh, Stephen, um, uh, always fun to visit with you. And uh, and by the way, what did you think of that Mitch Thompson hire? I haven't even gotten to ask you about that. The uh, Mitch Thompson. New Baylor baseball coach uh, from MCC. I I don't think people expected Mac to do that. Did you like the hire? I did. I mean, I think it made so much sense. And if if nothing else, like Mitch just brings some automatic energy and enthusiasm to the program because you know so many former players uh, love him and appreciate him so much. He recruited really well and. You know, it's it's a step up, but it's not like Mitch. I, I kept seeing like the the JUCO angle. But it's not like Mitch hasn't, you know, competed and coached at Division One. He did that for a long, long time, and he won a national title there at MCC. He brought a lot of talented kids to Waco, so um, he knows the program. He knows the area. He knows high school coaches. Uh, I think it's a great hire, and it sort of you know puts Baylor in a in a good position um, with with their past and their future with the guys that have come through and the ones that he can now recruit. So. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it was a home run, and sometimes it's Max done a, a really good job. I think of finding people that maybe not everybody thinks about when it comes to coaching searches, but sometimes you just have to go with uh, with the one that makes the most sense, and Mitch certainly did in this scenario. Yeah, 
Well, apparently the the uh, mid-season DBU infomercial I did going to hang out with uh, what's the guy's <laughs> name? The Hefner Dan Hefner at Dallas Baptist. That didn't that didn't really come through. <laughs> apparently they looked at the guy's salary and they're like, he's making what at DBU? No thanks. <laughs> he's making like 600k at dbu or some or maybe even like 700 it's like whoa whoa dan hefner getting it done uh right there on that dbu campus steven always fun tell chris i said hey over there and um uh, and 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 if you can if you can get me one of those 36 uh uh 36 year mortgages let me know i'm kind of i'm kind of in the market these days all right, Matt, and one question for you before I go. Is is Parker going to be a sophomore this year? Is she going to be a junior? Where are we at with, uh, with the great Parker now in school? Well, I know you've got a growing family, too, which is very exciting, but uh, she is a rising sophomore and uh, has uh, made the JV. Uh, you know, you get, at that age, you can only go on the JV uh, cheerleading squad, but uh, also senior company dance. I appreciate you asking, but she will be heading into her sophomore year. It's always a little weird now to see all these recruits that are now being mentioned as 2025, you know, football (laughs) recruits. It's like, wait, I have a daughter that age. This is crazy. They're recruiting. You know, you still think in your mind of them like they're five years old. And now she will soon be 15 years old and have her driver's permit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, things have – Things that, you remember when she used to come on with us occasionally, and uh, she was our she was one of our MBA insiders. But uh, uh, these days she's she's got bigger fish to fry, so I don't think she even realizes what I'm doing in my my home office. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem too interested. All right, all right, buddy. Well, good to catch up, and uh, I'll holler at you soon. Yeah, I'm glad you got Meredith's athleticism. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. There he goes, Stephen Simcox with some parting shots. Uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, where he was the uh, producer of this show for a good long while, did an incredible job, and uh, still does a lot of radio and podcasting, talking about those TCU Horn Frogs. Okay, we've got a lot of news coming out today about the Big 12. We'll kind of give you some of that, go over some of the preseason Big 12 team next in Campus Confidential. Recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by the head football coach and athletic director at Lorena High School, Coach Ray Biles. You know, this Lone Star Cup that's coming down from the UIL, it's awesome. I mean, winning the state championship in football was unbelievable, but to be able to across the board and, and everything from band and cheer and one-act play and, and everything else academically and then all the way through all your sports to be able to say you're the number one school in the state of Texas, that's an awesome feat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In the market for a new metal roof? 
since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Calling all my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Detained WNBA star Brittany Griner pleaded guilty today to bringing hashish oil into Russia, telling the judge she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. The next court hearing will be July 14th. Cleveland Browns agreed to trade quarterback Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a 2024 conditional draft pick. The Panthers will pay $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary, while the Browns will pick up $10.5 million. The Bears placed five on the all Big 12 preseason team. Connor Galvin, Jacob Gall, and Ben Simmons on offense. Saki Akia and Dylan Doyle on defense. Astros winning streak comes to an end, losing to the Royals 7-4. Astros and Royals in a getaway game this afternoon. Rangers are swept by the Orioles, losing 2-1. Rangers have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Been kind of an exciting day on different fronts. 
Aaron, I did. Um, Aaron uh, has Campus Confidential coming up. I did check in on the Bears, and uh, they lost again in that in those global uh, that global jam they're in. We'll get to that. We might uh, recap a little bit of that uh, later in the program if we have time. But um, it's uh, it's not the full Baylor crew. But I wish they'd win one of the games. They uh, they had a great chance today. And they let it get away from them. But Aaron will be leading with something else. Aaron, what's on your plate? What else but conference realignment? What? <laughs> I know you're shocked. An update on the story that we actually talked about yesterday. Officials from the ACC and Impact 12 discussing a broadcasting partnership now with ESPN that would bring together the two Power Five leagues, according to sources. According to what sources are telling Sports Illustrated, the proposal is still in its infancy. And uh, among the things being talked about, what we talked about yesterday was a a game between the conference winners. But now they're talking about the Pac-12 actually becoming part of the ACC network because the Pac-12 is a disaster and the ACC network is kind of successful. But all these talks are obviously in their infant stages so to speak and uh you can make of it what you will but it it looks all of it looks desperate by the pac-12 which it should because they are a little desperate right now haven't read anything else on any of the pac-12 schools possibly moving to the big 12 today still just the rumors from articles from a couple days ago i'm ready to meet this your mark Brett Yormark. I mean, what is he going to do? He's going to he's going to be outside the box. He's going to come at things from a different angle. I love all of. Them. We're going to get to meet him at Big Twelve Media Days. But in the meantime, I mean, the Big Twelve has to be extremely aggressive right now. Aaron, some of these people, including President Livingstone, have gone on vacation. Mac Rhodes are supposed to be on vacation. What do you think they're doing, Aaron? They're not vacationing. They're on calls. They're taking phone calls. They're talking. They're trying to get everything right. Can you imagine, Aaron, being a college president in, in, in just this current environment? Think about all the things you have to do with academics and uh, huge decisions and overreaching things and trying to do this and work on committees and this and that. And then on top of it, President Livingstone gets put like on the NCAA Oversight Committee and then she's supposed to. She had to go hire an athletic director, uh, or excuse me, a, a, a commissioner for the Big Twelve. What a deal! What a deal! There's no vacation. I guess you can have vacation when you retire here in about ten years. But good for President Livingstone. And Aaron, we're in the. We're on the list. We're. I mean, she's. She wants to be back with us. And so when she comes up for air at some point, of course I'll be gone when that happens. But. Uh, we'll we'll try to get President Livingstone on and and uh, have a good visit with her about all of this because the big names come on the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton in the afternoon. Uh, great to uh, great to be part of it every day from four to six. Of course, the lead-in show, John Morris, voice of the Bears, from three to four every day. And don't forget the morning show, the variety show that is Tom Barfield, Ward White's. They do a really nice job every morning at 7 to 9 a.m. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? An article that just came out in the Seattle Times by John Wilner, whose original article on USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten 
kind of sparked this whole realignment frenzy, uh, says that one option that really isn't on the table for the Pac-12 is expansion. None of the schools would add enough value to any new TV contracts to be considered for the Pac-12. That is any of the schools that would consider joining. Those schools include SMU, San Diego State, among others. So he, Wilner, who writes for that, uh, it's a huge news group, and he's right. got all these papers out in the West Coast, and it's somehow, but I think the parent company might be the San Jose Mercury News. Right, this but one's in saying, the yeah, Seattle but, Times. Uh, yeah, so they put them in all of those. But let me ask you this. does uh, Are you saying this report indicates they're not really looking to expand right now with those schools? It basically says that, according to his sources, that none, no school that they could add, and even in the article he even says including Big 12 schools, would be able to generate enough money by themselves to increase the TV payouts. As a matter of fact, any schools that they would add that they've talked about, San Diego State, Boise State, SMU, yeah. would actually yeah. decrease the payout because you, it wouldn't increase your TV package any, and you, you would have one more mouth to feed, so to speak. Times have changed. Right now feels like more of a strength in numbers time. I know what they're saying. It's the same reason Texas was honestly, especially when they had the Big 12 network, or excuse me, the uh, Longhorn network, they didn't even want to go to 10. They were they were they were going to be happy at eight, and part of it was they just want to split it with anyone. Uh, Chuck Ninus, who had come in as the the interim uh, commissioner, had to basically convince the Lost Dodge to uh, uh, to take TCU in West Virginia, and around that time. I'll tell you who else wanted in, and the Big 12 at the time I thought, man, they should have done that because they were a little hotter of a program than they are now. Louisville mm-hmm. was, was one that the Big 12 could have had instead of West Virginia. Would Louisville have been a better fit than West Virginia? Probably so. <clears throat> Probably so. Although West Virginia, I, I, it's not that I haven't enjoyed – um, the Mountaineers being in the conference. I like the basketball program. I like Huggins. Uh, I, I even like the football program. Are they great? No. Do they have really loyal fans? Absolutely. And are those fans maybe a little more rabid than Louisville fans? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty close. I mean, West Virginia was really bad at basketball this year. Look at the numbers in the conference, though. Look at the attendance numbers. Even with winning like five or six conference games or whatever they won, they still were one of the conference leaders in attendance. These people are loyal. Three months after she made the decision to cut every scholarship player from the team, Grambling State volleyball coach Chelsea Lucas has been fired. Lucas, a former Grambling volleyball player herself and the 2006 SWAC Defensive Player of the Year, was hired by the school on February 14th after a three-year stint as head coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff. She replaced Demetria Keyes-Johnson, who stepped down in December. Less than two months into her new role, she informed all 12 returning scholarship players that she would not be renewing their scholarships. She has been fired and 
Grambling State's president has said, uh, Grambling State President Rick Gallat has said that their scholarships will be honored and they will be able to return to the program. <laughs> so, like, uh, ladies, come on back. Come on back. She didn't mean it. Well, she's gone. She's gone. She's made those decisions. I mean, can you imagine, like, Mitch Thompson is going to have to tell some players, hey, we're going a different direction, or we don't have the money, or if you want to stay, you're going to get less scholarship money. I mean, he's going to have to have some very difficult decisions. Imagine. But, I mean, I don't think he's going to say, okay, everybody's gone. Oh, yeah, yeah all scholarships, you're, you're done. Everybody move on. This is a strange. I mean, I've always liked Grambling, Eddie Robinson, Doug Williams. The history of it fascinates me. I love the uh, historically uh, – uh, black colleges and universities. I just think that's a uh, that's a really important part of the fabric of uh, college athletics. But what is some of this has been an embarrassment. I mean, the whole thing with Art Bryles was an embarrassment. Don't go down that road. I mean, is it supposed to shock you that you get some blowback to hiring Art Bryles as your offense coordinator? Maybe reach out there and and talk to some people before you do it. Then you do it, and Doug Williams shows up who works for the, the uh, Commanders, by the way, which is a joke of an organization. And Doug says, "That's I'm not ever going back there as long as uh, Art's there. And then they have to be, Art has to resign before he even starts. It's I mean, it's just absolute goofiness. Can we have some leadership somewhere? Can we have some adults in the room? My gosh, if you think somebody you hire is about to pull everybody's scholarship, maybe don't hire them. What a strange group, uh, you know, what a, a set of circumstances that is right there at Grambling. I'm glad Eddie's not around to even see this. Eddie was a gentleman, and he was a legend, and he does not need to see this type of ridiculous activity going on at really one of the most uh, famous uh, 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 predominantly black universities in our country's history. All right, Aaron. Aaron, I'm, I'm on my soapbox today. I'm, 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 I think I'm ready to kind of tell everybody. Oh, by the way, Aaron, I, I may say this again later in the program. Happy birthday to someone very important to me in this show, uh, Marilyn Mosley. Marilyn Lawrence Mosley, uh-huh. uh, my mother, turns. I'm not going to say it, Mom. She, today is her birthday. And uh, what an exciting time. The family will be gathering at our usual Tex-Mex spot. And uh, so big day, always reason to celebrate my mom. Uh, And uh, she is awesome, keeps everything together. And uh, we always love honoring her. And today is the big-time birthday, and she's usually listening. And if she's not, Dad is. Dad loves he was sending out one of our interviews recently, Aaron, uh, the, the Galloway interview. He's sending it to all his buddies. So all my old Baylor Law School professors, everybody's been listening to that one. Uh, okay, we got to move on. Next, we have one of the top assistant coaches in the USFL. The man almost won a USFL championship. Glenn Stretch Smith returns to ESPN Central Texas next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry, including rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Well, thank you, UBO. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you, Schmaltz's. We did the trivia question earlier today. New trivia question. Who was the runner-up in the USFL, the return of the USFL? Well, we happen to have the tight ends coach from the uh, Philadelphia Stars. And uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith has returned to us from Birmingham by way of Canton, Ohio, and uh, Stretch, it's great to uh, have you back. Uh, people uh, obviously remember hearing you right here on ESPN Central Texas. Fun to have you back. How many nights uh, hotel points did you did you gather? What was the? How many days did you uh, end up uh, having in a hotel room? A hundred and ten straight nights, and just the thought of that puts me in a bad mood. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish out the rest of this segment by yourself, Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i stay with me stay with me and the good the good news is the points i cannot imagine the places you can go and travel and hang out because i know y'all are at a nice hotel there in birmingham that had to be before we get to the game and you guys almost pulling it off against those birmingham stallions that had to be one of the neatest things about this experience is so many well-known coaches just bumping into people. Y'all are all kind of at the same complex. Uh, everybody was playing there in Birmingham. Did you did you get to? I mean, did you learn a lot? I mean, you've you, you know you're a man that's in your fifties now. Uh, you've learned a few things over the years, but were you was it fun to compare notes to all these folks with? Obviously, a lot different approaches. I mean, obviously, you get back into pro football, and it's a game that, you know, I, I had been in but hadn't been in in a while. Um, you know, not a lot of changes. Obviously, there's some different schemes and some different ways to attack those schemes, but still the bottom line is, I mean, you got to get a hat on a hat. you got to be able to tackle. you got to be able to put pressure on the quarterback. And when you're on the other side of the ball, you got to be able to move the ball, move the chains. It's all the same. I mean, I, I, I can say that from an experience standpoint, it was great to go in with, you know, Bart Andrus, who was our head coach. And, you know, he's a West Coast guy and a guy with BYU ties. And he had ties to Jeff Fisher at Tennessee. And, you know, he'd been in the World League as a head coach, been in the CFL as a head coach. And so understanding learning his concepts, you know, his vertical passing game, the things that he uh, really helped me with, um, you know, broaden my football horizons and broaden my vision. But to, to answer your question, I mean, the bottom line of the game is still about, you know, guys being able to, again, get a hat on a hat and then, you know, guys being able to, to, to block and tackle and, and being able to protect the quarterback. And if you can do all those things, you know, like – uh, a team like us, we were able to get to the finals. Like a team like Birmingham, who was, you know, we were able to meet in the finals. Obviously, those are the two teams that were the most successful. We scored the most points in the league, and unfortunately, uh, 
you know, last Sunday night, we couldn't 30, 30 wasn't enough to get the stallions and, and, and hopefully we'll get a chance, you know, to get back there, uh, get back there next year. We had a great season and, and, uh, and it was a, it was a lot of fun to be a part of, but anytime you get that close to winning a championship and you're not able to get it done, I think it's a little bit of a letdown. Well, you were out there among the folks of Birmingham checking out some of the restaurants, some of the great barbecue that they have there in Alabama. And um, I would imagine as you made your way around town, uh, stretch that a lot of people wanted to talk college football. Uh, what a what an amazing part of the country uh, for all of that. Now, getting to that championship game in Birmingham, I saw some of the numbers come out. In fact, I meant to tweet that to you or text that to you. It was like 3 million viewers or something, and um, I think that's a really good number. I think that's a healthy number. Did the did, Do the powers that be in the USFL, do they feel pretty good about how things went this season in terms of viewership and then how the whole, uh, how the whole return of the USFL went? Well, I mean, I think, I think anytime you get that kind of TV number, I have not talked to Daryl or Brian Woods, you know, uh, about the TV number since that came out. But I think that is a big TV number and they have to be happy with how that went. I think when you look at the season overall, the, 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 the football that was put on the field, um, the competitive side of the game, um, obviously, you know, the, the, the gambling has become a big part of what professional football is and with the platform that they had, I feel like that they got obviously what they wanted from a gambling standpoint, as far as, you know, being able to get out and around Birmingham, I would like to think that I got to do that. But, you know, the one thing when you're in a condensed, you know, when you're in a condensed time frame, there just wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. There were some good barbecue restaurants and I, and I wish I'd have gotten to go to, to every one of them, Mosley, because I know you're somewhat of a barbecue savant. But, you know, we just didn't have a lot of time. And, and it, uh, Birmingham's a great town, a lot of food, a lot of neat people. I mean, the Magic City, there's tons of stuff going on there. But I wish I would have had more time. I wish I would have had an opportunity to get, you know, my girlfriend, Danielle. We didn't get to get her down there. I didn't get to get my son down there because we were so – it was so – the work the workload was so – you know, kind of demanding, but, but uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully when you get around the staff and you're not put together at such a late time and you don't have to, you know, install a brand new offense, everybody will have worked together, hopefully the core of the staff and we're, you know, we'll be able to come back for year two. And I feel like go out there and put a better product on the field. And uh, like I said, I mean, hopefully we'll get to play for that championship again. It's, it's always disappointing because, you never know if you're going to get a chance to get there again, and and I think that's the that's the disappointing side of it. As I sit here on a Thursday afternoon, four days later, just thinking, guy, you know, are we going to get a chance to get back there again? And 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 hopefully, you know, we'll be able to do that. Well, it's uh, uh, it, it, and I you said your girlfriend and your son. I you kind of stopped after that. I thought you would kind of get to me. You would hope that I could have come into Birmingham and. And uh, been a part of all that. Talking to Glenn Stretch Smith, the uh, uh, former member of the ESPN Central Texas family. I mean, people are, as we speak, they would love to bring him back. But the man has a lot on his plate. Um, from a tight end's perspective, Stretch, what was that? 
like you were around NFL tight ends. I'm trying to think of some of the people that were out there when you and Barry Switzer were part of the Dallas Cowboys. That might have been Alfonso. Uh, I, I, you know, or it might have been uh, David Lafleur. Yeah, Lafleur. Yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, we had some good players, and I, I, I'm assuming that you know you're wanting to know kind of how does it how did it stack up in the USFL and yeah, I think that you know, I got to see was that, you know, it's, there's a very thin line between the guys that were playing in the USFL and the guys who are NFL guys. I mean, it really is, it, 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 it really is a thin line. And I say that because when you look at the job that the NFL does right now, as far as how they scout players, how they look at players, they do a great job of their evaluation. Now, I mean, the two tight ends I had in Philadelphia, you know, Bug Howard from North Carolina and, and Pro Wells, a TCU kid, you know, are both really good players. I mean, they can run, they're very athletic. Um, I think the reason that they're not NFL, they're not in the NFL right now is because you've got to be able to attach to the end of the line on the NFL and you've got to be able to block them. Mm. And I'm talking about inline blocking. I'm talking about blocking an outside linebacker. Sometimes you got a backside cut off a defensive end, and that's the difference. Is is it's the physical side of that. And I think both of these young men have some of those tools. Um, certainly, both of them are young, and, and and I would hope that you know as they continue to grow, maybe in the next year or so, you know may get that may get that last shot. To, to get me in NFL and show what they can do. But the, both the guys I had were really, really, really quality guys that could go get the football. I mean, great, great, you know, great football acumen. They understood the passing game. They understood the vertical passing game. And so, you know, from that standpoint, you know, it's really close. And I do think you'll see some of these guys, um, you know, get shots in the NFL. And I, you know, I'll speak to the guys on our team. I mean, I know that Maurice Alexander, our receiver and kickoff returner, is actually working out for the Cowboys on Friday. Uh, and I do think that 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 Channing Stribling was our corner. I think he'll he'll he could possibly get some looks. And there's probably three or four guys on on every one of those teams who I think will get a chance to get into camp and uh, you know and maybe have a chance to uh, to stick somewhere. So. We'll have to see how all that plays out. Talking to Glenn Stretch-Smith on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, while you were gone preparing for all this, realignment has has uh, uh, come upon us again. Who knows what is going to happen. Uh, as a, a former college football player uh, who loves the game and still coaches the game, do you – are you finding this harder to stomach? Has your enjoyment of college football decreased based on how little it matters now, this regional aspect of it? USC, UCLA now going to the Big Ten. It doesn't really seem to matter where you're located. It's all about TV, bottom line, money, um, and, and obviously those schools are trying to better themselves. You being a member uh former uh, uh ut player texas player like how do you how do you view all this are you do you find this exciting or do you find this sort of uh depressing when when, when well, this think, realignment kicks up again yeah i mean matt i think that you know working, working for 
I mean, the USFL, and, and, and obviously Fox owns the league, and, you know, in partnership with NBC, I mean, it is about eyes. It is about how many eyes they can get on watching a game and to be able to get, you know, a city like Los Angeles with UCLA and USC. I mean, you have to consider that a coup for the Big Ten. Now, I mean, here's what I'd like to know is when Chip Kelly has to take his UCLA Bruins and fly all the way to Rutgers to play a game. I mean, that's now you're talking about you know a five and a half hour flight. You're talking about cross country. Are they going to be traveling extra days? I mean, what kind of what kind of strain and stress is that going to put on a football team? I mean, I think that remains to be seen, but. Has it decreased my enthusiasm for college football? I don't think so. I think that uh, I had an interesting conversation when I was in Birmingham. I, the SEC offices were right there uh, in the actually in the complex where we were staying, and and uh, you know David Cutcliffe, who just left Duke, is now working for the SEC, and you know I, I caught him one day coming out of the parking garage and and just you know kind of got his take on some of the NIL and some, you know, how the, how the NCAA is now going to try to navigate through all of this. And, and I think, you know, coaches and people that are in the game, they kind of have one vision. I think administrators have another vision. I think the TV people and who throws the money at the game, they may have another vision. So I, I think to answer your question in summation here, it's been, we're going to have to really wait to see how all this shakes out and, and really see, is it still college football? Or are we talking about, you know, colleges that are going to attach their name and their naming rights of their players to kids that are going to be driving, you know, Corvettes and Ferraris and everything else. I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to navigate through this. But to answer your question, it does not. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm still excited to see how how this plays out. Now, you know, I, do I have deep roots in Texas? And would I see the Southwest Conference? Of course, I'd love to see Baylor in Texas. I'd love to see Texas and Texas A&M and, and Arkansas and, you know, those schools. But unfortunately, I mean, I, it feels like that, that ship has kind of sailed. And so it'll mm-hmm. be it's going to be really interesting to see how all of it shakes out. You know, what's Notre Dame going to do? Is that, you know, is that, is that kind of what the next domino, is that what everybody's waiting to see where they're going to go before, you know, they decide which direction they're going to go? It's, it's going to be interesting, but I think ultimately you're going to have, you know, you're going to have, it, it's going to be the power schools and then everybody else, I, I, I hope, doesn't fall to the wayside. We'll just have to see how it shakes out. Well, it's been good, uh, catching up with you and uh i will have you know that the uh today the preseason big 12 media poll came out in first place the baylor bears the defending big 12 champion baylor bears so very there's a lot of excitement around the uh the greater waco area uh today in baylor nation as we like to say so i just thought i would kind of send you off on that note just a really uh, fun nugget i've got I've got my, I'm, I, you know, I'm wearing a little green shirt right now, and I'm not afraid to being from this state, being proud of where I'm from. I ain't afraid to holler sick and bears. So I hope they, I hope they get after them, and uh, you know, good luck to them. And I'm sure you'll be right up there in the middle of all of it, Mosley rooting and and, and you and Terry Tacker cheering them on and bringing them in. 
Terry and I'll be headed your way soon with some presentations, <laughs> and I've got some I've got some new technology to show you. We're going to try to get you right back on the air. It is uh, it is good times. Our our man Barfield, your old partner, has gone on vacation, and uh, and oh and so boy, I, yeah, yeah. So he's he, uh, he's he hit the road. He's taking another one of those love boat cruises. Mostly, he's not, he didn't he didn't sail off of Captain Stubing in the bunch, did he? No, I think it was your encouragement that caused me to play some of the love boat theme, and of course, I got—I did not get good feedback on that. So, again, you were a bad influence. So, I'm—I'm going to stay away from all of that and just let him have a nice vacation. Hey, nothing like it. Just throw a stretch under the bus. He can handle it. I'll get down there. I'm, I'm all right with it. All right, buddy. Captain Stubing. Captain Stubing. The actor was. Gavin Newsom, I believe, or that might be the governor of, of Gavin California. McLeod. Gavin McLeod. Okay. All right. Bye, Stretch. Okay, he's gone. He's gone. He's just he's just exited stage left. Aaron, you knew it, man. Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. Gavin McLeod. Aaron, who is the cruise director on the Love Boat? Do you remember the the, the cruise director's name? Remember, because it became like a running joke when somebody would say, hey, I'm the director of all activities. What would you call her? Oh, man, it was his daughter on the show, right? No, no, there was a different person. Hmm. Julie, the cruise director. Oh, OK. Now, his daughter was kind of sickly, if I remember, had some kind of had some kind of stuff going on. Or maybe that was just one episode. There was Isaac. There was Gopher. Now, Gopher became a congressman, I believe. Uh, there was the doctor. I'm trying to remember all the characters, but uh, always enjoyed it. Always, And then they had great uh, guest stars, both Fantasy Island and Love Boat. I believe both of those shows were on Saturday nights. And then Friday nights, what we would watch would be, uh, let's see, uh, Dukes of Hazard, then uh, Dallas, and then Falcon Crest. And then on Thursday night, you might get some Dynasty and some Knots Landing going. Uh, and I was not really allowed to watch much of that, but uh, th- I think those were the Thursday night. Dynasty, John Forsyth and Crystal Somebody, and then Knots Landing, uh, very attractive women, uh, handsome men, and lots of uh, soap opera. Aaron, were you ever into any of those? Did you watch Dallas back when it was uh, happening? No, I watched Fantasy Island and the Love Boat every week, but I didn't watch Dallas or Dynasty or any of that. Can you can you name the star of Fantasy Island? Well, it depends on who you consider the star. I guess it would be Ricardo <laughs> Montalban. But... Oh, Vera, you Herve like Villachez uh, actually Herve was the star, Herve. but everybody, Ta- most people would say Ricardo Montalban. Tattoo. And then I think uh, Ricardo Monteblan uh, ended up in uh, in Wrath of the Khan, Star Trek Wrath of the Khan right in that as movie, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we watched that at Grant Taft football camp back in the day. I think Bob Fix, the strength and conditioning coach, let us watch that. Aaron, are we still on the air? It is the Matt Mosley <laughs> Show, ESPN Central Texas. We're rolling along in the five o'clock hour, and uh, got some stuff we want to share with you. In fact. Baylor has ended up in a great, great position 
uh, in terms of the preseason poll. We break it all down for you in the football preseason poll that is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, clear skies with a low near 78 Through the weekend, sunny and hot with a heat advisory in effect and highs as high as 108. Currently, it's 101 at ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying... It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. 
Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.35. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second one for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for $7.69. Also, any day, order the new Porky Piggy Texas Tater with pulled pork. It's $3 less than beef. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House in Hewitt and in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Detained WNBA star Brittany Griner pleaded guilty today to bringing hashish oil into Russia, telling the judge she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. The next court hearing will be July 14th. Cleveland Browns agreed to trade quarterback Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a 2024 conditional draft pick. The Panthers will pay $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary, while the Browns will pick up $10.5 million. The Bears placed five on the all-Big 12 preseason team. Connor Galvin, Jacob Gall, and Ben Simmons on offense. Saki Akia and Dylan Doyle on defense. Astros winning streak comes to an end, losing to the Royals 7-4. Astros and Royals in a getaway game this afternoon. Rangers are swept by the Orioles, losing 2-1. Rangers have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. One of our former coaching buddies was sending me something. I'm having to, to tell people some of these stories that are circulating are just false. There are people out there, sadly, on Twitter who I, I don't even I can't believe they throw this kind of stuff out there. But there were people commenting on it and, you know, full stories and all this about <laughs> uh, where like Florida State and Clemson, Virginia and all where they were heading. It's a joke. Yeah, there was I a. Mean, it, well, there, I don't even want to say what it was because I don't like giving them any deal. But basically, it was saying some of these schools were going to the SEC, and it's just it's just stupid. I mean, like I now every once in a while you do get somebody that has something right or a little bit of something right, but the I mean the SEC got these two huge brands. It's hard for me to imagine the SEC now going after. I mean, like what? What good in the world would it do for them to have Virginia in the SEC? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So I just, uh, I, I there's a lot of stuff to wade through out there, isn't there? Yeah, and the one you're referring to, and look, like you said, maybe he's got some great inside source for some reason, but it it was the. Uh, the Twitter account, it's a swimming magazine. <laughs> it really is. And I'm like, okay. And and the the ideas in the in the article or one of the things it said is ridiculous on its face. It said ESPN is trying to like what it what did it say? Blow up the rights agreement? Why would they do that? They they have the ACC locked in for the next fifteen years on a ridiculously cheap contract. Why would they be trying to get out of that? They wouldn't. <laughs> you know, I mean that's what the article said. So once you read that, you should be like, okay, this is nonsense. I can move on to the next thing. I know, but everybody, I mean, again, somebody that's uh, uh, 
so, so everybody sees this stuff and reacts to it, and it's just it's just sad that people are out there that are so disreputable putting all this out there. And it's why we have to be very careful what you retweet. And and by the way, Aaron, I mean not that the blue check mark means really anything, but it does sometimes make people think that that it's like a more legitimate source than others. And this person does have one of those. So yeah, I well, and that's the thing. I mean, he does, from what I've read, puts out a legitimate magazine about swimming quarterly. That's very comprehensive and widely known in the industry. But he's talking about college football realignment, and he's saying things that just don't make sense at all on any level. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we continue to monitor everything that's going on in that uh, aspect with realignment it's like god's gift every year i mean it doesn't i mean if if it, it wasn't feeling like a gift was it aaron when it looked like the big 12 was going under we didn't know what was going to become of it fortunately the big 12 found its footing and now is probably after the sec and big 10 the third most stable uh, conference and who would have thought that at this time last year uh, especially kind of end of July, right after SEC Media Days, it was it was a real scary time for everybody involved. Uh, news came out earlier today that the uh, the 2022 football pre Big 12 preseason poll is out. Big 12 Media Days will be Wednesday and Thursday. We will have on this show, Aaron. I think. Uh, from what I can tell, all the coaches' interviews, all 10 coaches will be there. Some of the star players will show up. I did see who Baylor was taking. Dylan Doyle was one of them. I think Apuika. I, I, I'd have to look again at the, at the Blake uh, Ben Sims, the, uh, the Baylor tight end. So several players Baylor is taking, and they will, uh, they'll all be there at the Big 12 Media Days. The big news that came out today, uh, and uh, by virtue of 17 first-place votes, this was the media that did this for the first time in the Big 12. Hard to believe because, obviously, Art Bryles had some great Baylor teams, but this is about preseason hype, and I promise you Dave Aranda does not care one bit about this. But for fans, it's kind of fun. Baylor is has been picked to win the Big 12 with 365 points uh, via all the voting. Baylor got 17 first-place votes. Oklahoma was second with 12 first-place votes. Oklahoma State third with nine. And then Texas comes in fourth with two first-place votes, okay? The, the top three, Baylor, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, all are pretty close. Baylor had 365 total points. Oklahoma next with 354. Oklahoma State with 342. So that, if you're kind of doing this like you would looking at um, uh, candidates and all that kind of thing, you would look at the big fall off right after Oklahoma State. There's a pretty nice little fall off to Texas at number four in the conference. Kansas State, number five, and then a big fall off. Iowa State 6, the TCU Horned Frogs check in at 7th, West Virginia very close behind TCU. It was a virtual tie for 7th place between TCU and West Virginia. And then 
Texas Tech checks in at ninth, Kansas at 10th. If I know Joey McGuire, he'll be using this like crazy. Media does not believe in us. Texas Tech has done a really nice job recruiting. 2023 class is a top 20 recruiting class right now. That doesn't matter this coming football season because those kids won't even be on campus. But it's still a very uh, interesting 1 through 10 look at the Big 12 as we do the Big 12 media days. Aaron, I got to say, tremendous respect for Baylor, Dave Aranda, and what the Bears have coming back. We're only a couple of years removed from a season where Baylor was one of the worst teams in the conference, had a horrible um, uh, COVID season. Dave Aranda makes the changes and gets rid of uh, offensive line, uh, the offensive coordinator, the O-line coach, um, the receivers coach, the wide receivers coach, and the uh, passing game coordinator, George Munoz, and he made some difficult decisions. They turned out to be tremendous decisions because he brought in from BYU uh, a guy who has just turned it all around. And, uh, and he and Eric Mateos, the O-line coach, have just been I- incredible for the Bears. And uh, it is, it is uh, something one of the great turnarounds we've seen in college football in the past couple of years for Dave Aranda and that crew to get things going. So, and, of course, I'm talking about Coach Grimes. Uh, coming in as the offense coordinator. Baylor 1, Oklahoma 2, Oklahoma State 3. Now, Aaron, one of the things you and and Stephen Simcox, our guest earlier in the program, both agreed upon, there was some shock among us that Texas was only fourth in the conference. It's a team that every year, by the time you get here, some national pundit has them like number one in the country. It's just what they do. It's uh, it, They fall in love because of the brand, the name, and then people get excited about them. And I'll say this. I don't want to act like there's not some substance to the University of Texas. Uh, Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, huge name, huge recruit, if he does, in fact, win the quarterback job. number The, the running back, Bijan Robinson, perhaps the best returning running back in the country. I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that. Xavier Worthy, uh, the uh, wide receiver, big-time wide receiver. So there's some extreme talent at the University of Texas. But, Aaron, to have Texas under Sark, all this unbelievable recruiting they've done, 2023 now they may be they may have the number one recruiting class in the country, depending on who you look at 24-7 or rivals. Aaron, I think that was pretty amazing, wasn't it, that the University of Texas was only number four in this preseason poll? Yeah, I was shocked. I thought they would be second because they usually are. Like every year, that the media just votes them second, no matter if they have a new coach or whatever's going on. And this year, there was actually reasons to maybe vote them second, and they didn't. I got to wonder if Matt Campbell may have missed his window. The Iowa State coach, who is so beloved, uh, not only by Iowa State people, but other programs. Matt Campbell was a candidate, seemingly, for that USC job. 
And then, of course, in the dark of night, they went in there and got Lincoln Riley, and uh, the rest is history. Lincoln thought he was going to be able to go and compete in the the Pac-12 and have that whole place to himself. And lo and behold, he gets told, no, we're going to the Big Ten. Aaron, wouldn't you have loved to have been a fly on the wall when when, uh, the news came to Lincoln Riley? to get his unvarnished opinion on what it would be like to go play in the Big Ten. I would say that there's got to be part of him that was thinking, listen, I could have gotten my head knocked in in the SEC. Now i got to go into the Big Ten. Now, would he prefer playing in the Big Ten to the SEC? I think anybody would, and I think that's true. But what he thought he was getting into was going to a Pac-12 where he would be able to take over the conference and run the conference. Who was going to challenge him? Maybe Oregon. Maybe Washington if they hired the right coach. It is a very, very uh, – I mean, I Washington people, by the way, were desperately wanting them to go after Dave Aranda. And quite honestly, Washington's not the job it was even three or four years ago. Chris Peterson had turned Washington – into a a big-time program. Aaron, I was trying to think on the fly the other day. Didn't Chris Peterson and Washington actually make the college football playoff one year? I'd have to look. I don't remember that. I I thought they were really, really good one of those years in that they might have made the college football playoff circa 2016 or 17. But anyway, I, I just know... Right now, Oregon and Washington are hoping they could catch on with the Big Ten. Meanwhile, there are reports out there that the Big 12 is talking to Utah, Colorado, the two Arizona schools, Oregon, and Washington. Aaron, if you had to rank those schools I just mentioned in terms of the schools you would most want to have, I think you would definitely – start with Oregon one would you go Washington two and then how would you rank it after that I I guess I would go I I would go Oregon one Washington and then Utah is that what you would do I would put Arizona above Utah I would probably have Utah fourth and Arizona ahead of them that's interesting to me because Arizona has not been very good at football. Is it? Is it just? Are you looking at the overall athletics program? Yeah, I don't want to look too much at like recent recent history, but yeah, I mean outside of football, and I know football drives the train, but Arizona's still in a huge media market with Phoenix. That's only getting bigger. It's one of the fastest-growing media markets in the country, and Utah, outside of football, is pretty bad at everything. Well, that's interesting you say that. I remember them, at one point, they were pretty good at basketball, Uh, but that has been a few years now. I I just remember, I I think it was Utah that had Sam Decker he was a really good player five, six, seven years ago. It might have been Larry Kristoviak or may have been coaching there. thought Utah was okay at uh, basketball, but uh, you may be right. I, the one thing they do, that's that, and again, this doesn't drive anything, one of those schools, I thought Utah played really good volleyball. I may have that totally wrong, but 
I know Kentucky plays great volleyball. We shall see. I would say if you could bring in Arizona and Arizona State, Washington basketball has been horrible lately. Oregon basketball is usually really, really good. Oregon and Arizona basketball would be fun. Adding those schools to the schools you already have coming in, with the University of Houston having such a great basketball program, Aaron, that'd be fun. Okay, Kelvin Sampson in Houston shows up with uh, Wes, uh, the new coach there at uh, uh, West Johnson. Anyway, the new coach at Arizona, you would have something on your hands in terms of a basketball conference. All right, Dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A-style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Detained WNBA star Brittany Griner pleaded guilty today to bringing hashish oil into Russia, telling the judge she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. The next court hearing will be July 14th. Cleveland Browns agreed to trade quarterback Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a 2024 conditional draft pick. The Panthers will pay $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary, while the Browns will pick up $10.5 million. The Bears placed five on the all-Big 12 preseason team. Connor Galvin, Jacob Gall, and Ben Simmons on offense. Saki Akia and Dylan Doyle on defense. Astros winning streak comes to an end, losing to the Royals 7-4. Astros and Royals in a getaway game this afternoon. Rangers are swept by the Orioles, losing 2-1. Rangers have the day off before starting a home series with the Twins tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Dismount. we got to say goodnight to you. Bears uh, participated in another ball game today in that Global Jams in Toronto. They were playing against Brazil. Aaron, it looked like they were going to win. 55 seconds left. 71-67 lead. And this 5'9 guard from Brazil, who's apparently the MVP of the Brazilian League, put it on him. Scored six points in the last minute, and they lose to Brazil. What does this mean? Well, not much. I think it's a great cultural experience. They get to go play over there. I think when they roll the balls out, they like to win, like any other time. But this will not count on any kind of record or anything like that. Bears playing without Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, um, all their, uh, uh, obviously Langston Love is not involved. Some of these players coming back. EJ, Everyday John, Chamuchachua, uh, he is, uh, he's not involved. Some of these players are just, uh, I think, precautionary. Uh, you know, some of them have had surgeries. Uh, coming back from injuries, and they just simply don't want to push it. The players who are out there, I know last night I was taking a peek. It's a lot of games to play in three days. Three games in three days. Uh, the uh, the Baylor uh, big-time player, Keontae George, he's made a lot of shots. Last night he had a poor shooting night. Ended up about 5 for 20 from the field. He was doing some nice things today. The guy gets to the line, has great body control. He's going to score a ton of points for the Bears. I, I have liked some of the things that uh, Del Bonner does, especially on defense. He did. He has been turning the ball over a little bit too much. They're asking him to uh, take care of the ball. They just don't have a lot right now at point guard. And so Del Bonner's having to do that. And I don't know, he's really more of a shooting guard, almost a slashing wing type player. Um, he's not really a point guard. So they're having to play him a bit out of position. Uh, they'll be fine. 
I don't think it's anything to be too concerned about. And uh, I like Aaron, one of those young guys they added to the roster, uh, and we're going to still have to work on his name. Alawana, uh, he came in, he's posted up. I love some of the uh, his back to the basket, some of the moves he has, some of the touch he has around the rim. There's some nice young players. Uh, 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 Loner has looked pretty good, Jalen Bridges. So there's some good things that are happening. All right, I want everybody to have a tremendous evening. We'll have uh, one more uh, day of shows this week for you. It'll start up tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, let's check in on future Big 12 member 